Shalom, Abraham. We are up to Masechus Kedushin of Ayin Dalit. Today's daf discusses trusting a midwife, a salesman, a dayan, tr- trusting people to claim that someone is a bechor. We discuss what a beduki is in a Mishnah, talking about isurin intermarrying for variations of that Mishnah understandings. But the Chiddush is, do we begin with the Gemara telling us that we trust the midwife to tell us that this baby is a Korean Levi and a sin or a mamzer, but that's only when there's no one complaining, tining against her. Now, who exactly would be complaining, tining against her? If there's one person, Rabbi Yechanan says that in order to, to file a complaint, you have to have aid, you need two. LMI, either it was one aid, now, it was, it was two Adim who are going against the midwife and disqualifying her Adas. Or, Abiyachanan only says that you need two when there's a Cheskes Kashras and these Adim are uprooting the Cheskes Kashras. But this baby has no Chazak either way. So maybe we would even believe one against the midwife. The Gemara also tells us, from what they Safta, that we trust a salesman to tell us who he sold the item to, but that's only if he's still holding the item in his hands. If he doesn't have the item, then we're not going to trust him. And this is a machalik, because Rashi and says, why not? Rashi says that it's his job to keep track of the things that are in his lot, and Taisa says that it's Medina Migu that he's able to say that it's his. It's in his possession, so it looks like it's his. For the fact that it's not, we trust him to tell us who it actually belongs to. We have to figure out why Rashi doesn't say it's a Migu. Why don't we just see who he got money from? Well, Lamai, we're talking about a case where he got money from both of them. One of them, he actually uh, willingly took the money from. The other one just stuck it in his pocket and ran off uh, to buy the item. He doesn't remember which one was actually the sale and which one forced the money upon him. Third, the Gemara tells us that we trust a die-in to tell us which one of the people in court were the Zakoi, which one was Chayev, which one won the court case. But again, that's only when the Baladinim are still there. If the Baladinim already left, then we don't trust the Dayan. I, why don't we just ask them to pull out the Psaktin and just read what's written? Who won? Now, they must have torn that up in this case. But why not do a retrial? Why do we trust the Dayan? Alamai, we're talking about a case of a shooter, the dining, which also is Machlekes Rashi Toysfus. Rashi says, we're talking about a case of the dining, where someone leaves his money over to somebody who is, he says, I wanted to leave it over to Yankel, right? And two Yankels show up and saying that they are the Yankel which the mace had in mind. So the shooter, the dining is that the dining looks into both of their relationships with the mace and makes a. a and an informed decision which one the mace probably meant to give his Yerusha to. Toys just learned a little differently that it's more of a, a certain Hefkerus that the, we know that Bezden Hefker, Hefker Bezden Hefker, so the Dayan has their right as long as he's a Dayan Korvua to make a decision either way. And that's why if they do a retrial, it won't necessarily come out the same way. Rather, we trust the Dayan to say which way he had Ponskind, as long as the Baladinim are still there. Next, Rabbi Nachman tells us that there are three people who are believed to tell us that someone is a Bechor, the midwife, the father, and the mother. The midwife is only believed right away. The mother is believed for the first seven days, and the father is believed forever. We have a Bryce, so that's it. We're the Pesach of Yakir. That means 
he's recognized by others as a Bechar. And Rabbi Huda learns from here that a person is believed to say that his son is a Bechar. And he even extends that Naamonas to say that, that not only is his son is a Bechar, he could also say that this person is a Ben Grusha or a Ben Chalutza. The Chachamah, however, say he's not believed for that, he's only believed for Bechars. Now, Abishol used to call a Shtuki a Baduki. What's a Baduki? If you mean that Baduki means that you're Boydik, you check, you go over to the mother and say, Well, what is your son? Who did you sleep with to create this child? Is he Kasher? Is he a Mamzer? Now, this would be going like Rabbi Gamaliel. But that we already had in a Mishnah. There'd be no Chizish. In that, the Mishnah says that if a woman is pregnant and you tell her, what's the story with this fetus? If she says, oh, I, I was impregnated by a Koyin. Gamaliel and Rabbi Yezer say, we believe her. Rabbi Yeshua says, that we're not going to just trust whatever she says. And Rabbi Yehuda Mashmuel says, we pass like Rabbi Gamaliel. So what would be the Chiddush here by a Baduki saying, just ask the mother? We already know. According to Rabbi Gamaliel, he asked the mother and it works. So the Gemara says, the Taka both talking about the same case, but one of them is Machshah, the mother, who has a Cheskas Kashrus, and one is being Machshah, the her daughter, her her son, rather, who, do, who does not yet have a Cheskas Kashrus. Now, according to my Gemara, that says that you can have a mother who's Kashrus, but the daughter who's Puzzle, or, or her child, that would be Puzzle, meaning we'll trust her not to say that she was Mazana, but the child, we could still say is Puzzle. But there's a Mandamar that says that if the mother has a, has a Din Kashras, that she was sleeping with people who are appropriate for her, then the child is also going to be Kasher. In that case, what is the Chiddush of Abishol in our Mishnah telling us that we're calling this child a Baduki to do a Badika? So the Gemara answers that Abishol is actually adding something on Tribingham Leal's Namonos. Because if we just had Rebbe Gamliel, I would think that since most people are kosher to live with this woman, we trust her. But over here, if most people are puzzle around her, maybe we wouldn't trust her and we would still file this child as a mamzer. So that's why Abishol says you could ask the mother and trust her. Rabbi says that the halacha is like Abishol. In the next minute, we learn that every person who has an, an Isser Yichus they're not allowed to marry into the Kahal they are allowed to marry each other Zeboze in this context is going to mean marrying a Nazar and a Nisin Rabbi Yehuda however answers them for marrying Mamzer and a Nisin Rabbi Yehazer in our Mishnah says that the Vadoin and the Vadoin are allowed to marry each other if they both know that they're Psulin they're both Aser they can marry each other but where we say it's Aser, according to Yehuda, that's it's, there's a third middle opinion that it says only the Svekas are, are not allowed to intermarry. You can't marry a Suffolk and a Suffolk can marry a Vadai. A Suffolk is a Stuki and a Sufi and a Kuti. Now the Gemara says, who is that Mishnah talking about? These people who are Aser to marry into the Kahal. We're talking about Mamzerim, Nasinim, Shtuki, and Asufi. That we already had in, our, in, in, in the last Mishnah on the Reisha. We learned that a, mam, that a Mamzer and a Sin, a Shtuki, and a Sufi, they're allowed to marry each other. And furthermore, Rabbi Yehuda says, it's Aser. Who, who's he talking about? He's saying that a Vada is not allowed to marry a Sufik. Rabbi Yehuda said that in the Sefer. 
Rebbe says only Avada is allowed to marry Avada, so Avik is not allowed to marry Avada, and vice versa. It sounds like Rebbe Yehuda is disagreeing with him in something. And finally, if you're going to say Rebbe Yehuda holds that a Gerir is not allowed to marry Imam Zeresh, which is, which is, is his Shita against Rebbe Yehuda, if you recall a few days ago, I mostly didn't say that a Gerir is not allowed to marry Imam Zeresh. It says Kola Asur and Lodi Bekahal is not allowed to marry Imam Zeresh. So what is Rabbi Yehuda telling us? So we have four understandings of this Mishnah. Number one, what Rabbi Yehuda is saying is, anyone who's also to marry into the Kahal of Kahuna, a.k.a. Egyiris, who is under three years old, as opposed to the Shita of Rabbi Shemarichai, who says that Egyiris under three is allowed to marry a Kahuna. And we're saying that she's allowed to marry a Mamzer and a Sin. She can't marry a Kayin, she therefore can marry a Mamzer. The Gemara says, okay, before we continue, why are we making her be under three years old when she was Megayeres? Let's say she is over three years old, and it could even be Rav Shimon Ben Yechai's case. The Gemara says, if we make her over three, then the case isn't going to work. It'll fall apart at the seams. Because we would say, oh, if she's over three, then she's allowed to marry a Mamzer. But under three, where she is allowed to marry into the Kahal, according to Rav Shimon Ba'echai, then she'd be also to marry a Mamzer. According to Rav Shimon Ba'echai, under three is allowed to marry a Koyin. A Giris under three is allowed to marry a Koyin. So she would also be mother to marry a Mamzer and a Nisin. So the Gemara says, wait, is that some sort of a cloud that we have? That anyone who's also to marry a Koyin is allowed to marry a Mamzer and a Nisin? I'll bring you a Raya not so. And Almono and a Grusha and a Chalono, a Chalolo, oh sorry, no, they're not allowed to marry a Koyin. And they're, yet they're still also to marry a Mamzer and an Nisin. Second of all, if you're going to say that they're, that anyone who is allowed to marry a Koyin is also to marry a Mamzer, a Gary's allowed to marry a Kehenes, and is still Mutter to marry a Mamzeres, there's no automatic seesaw converse relationship between being able to marry a Kohen and being able to marry a Mamzeres. So rather, the Gemara has another interpretation of our Mishnah. You have Nassim Baruch, she explains that this is what we're saying. Anyone who a Kohen is not allowed to marry their daughter, a.k.a. a gay who marries a Gairis. And this is Lashita Zobelius Ben Yaakov who holds that they have a den of a quasi gear so they can't marry Kahuna, they're allowed to marry Zebozeh, a Mamzer and innocent. The Gemara again says, wait, you, you're drawing this as a clow? Anyone who is not allowed to marry their daughter, they're allowed to marry a, a Mamzer and innocent. A Cholol, who marries a Bas Israel, the is not allowed to marry his daughter, but it's still not allowed to marry a Mamzer and a Sin. It's not a converse relation. So the Gemara answers, no, no, no. It, this works according to Avdustoy ben Yehuda, who says that if Cholol marries a Bas Yisrael, that child is not a Cholol. The Bas Yisrael is sort of kashers the Zera, and they're going to have a kosher ben Koyen, even though the father's a Cholol. I forget the Gemara. If a Cholol marries a Cholol, so that child is definitely also, right? Definitely a cholol. The Kohen would not be allowed to marry their daughter. But it's also not allowed to marry a mom's or an innocent. And second of all, 
if you're going to say that whoever is mother to marry a Koyin is also to marry a Mamzer, a Ger is allowed to marry a Ger who marries a Bas Yisrael. A Koyin can marry their daughter, and the father is still mother to marry a Mamzer and in a sin. Salam, we have to understand our mission in a third way. says that we're talking about here a Mamzer who was born through an Isra'kores, that the father married his sister, and a Mamzeres, who uh, who was born through an Isser Misas Bezdin of Aishas Ish. That's the Navgamino. Tana Kamo and our Mishnah holds that even a Mamzer may Achoysoy and Isra'kores is still a Mamzer, and a Yehuda holds that from Aishas Ish, they will produce a mamzer, but not me'achoy, say not kareis. What's the chiddush, says the Gemara? That's the whole point of our Mishnah that we already have. We learned that what's considered a mamzer, according to Rabbi Akiva, it's any relationship that the Pesach says, lo yavoy, that you're not allowed to marry. Shemini money says it has to be echiv kareis b'day shemayim, and the Allah is like, Shemini money. If Yeshua holds, Mamzer is even produced by Kol Chayvei Misas Bezdin. So if that is the case of Amishnah, it's not a Chiddush. So we, we chalk up a fourth understanding of Amishnah. Rava says we're talking about a Ger who is Amuni Umay Ovi. That's the Nakuda Samachlaikas. We're saying that Kol Asurin Lohu Bekahal, anyone who's not allowed to marry in the Klai Yisrael, aka a Ger, but not a regular Ger, a Ger from Amun Umayov. They're allowed to marry a mamzer and innocent. Like the Gemara, yeah, but if you look at the next step in the Mishra, Rabbi Huda said they're also. Why are they also? The Gemara says no. What Rabbi Huda is saying is that even though he answers a ger to marry a mamzeres, that's only a ger who is once he's once he's megari, he can marry anybody. He's royal level by kahal, but a ger who comes from Amun and they can't join the kahal. They would be mutter to marry a mamzeres. If it's not part of the kahal, then you mutter to the mamzerim. That's our final interpretation of our Mishnah. Thank you for.